Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Opinions on Pickens. I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson, and we're here talking Final Four. Could not be more excited to be here with you. I'm joined by the one and only Coach G. Coach, thanks for being here today. Yo, 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 what's happening? What's going on? How y'all doing out there? It's your boy Coach G. Place to be with the OOP family. (laughs) Now, Coach, how does it feel? Let's just start off there. How does it feel being the defending champions rolling on into the Final Four as the South Carolina Gamecocks? Hey, man, you know, feels great. What we have accomplished over the last 10 years is something to be marveled at. Um, Four Final Fours since 2015, something to be marveled at. We're going for our third national championship since 2015, something to be marveled at. Hey, I'm I'm, I'm ready. It's going to be a battle. And I'm just I'm just so happy for, for the girls and what they have accomplished uh, thus far. And you know we still got some unfinished business for the freshies. You understand? Y'all Co- do. Coach Louisiana State is back in the women's final four for the first time in 15 years. For Iowa, it's been three decades, and Virginia Tech is here for the first time ever. Coach Don Staley said ahead of Monday's game, the fresh lineup for the women's final weekend is an opportunity to celebrate the women's game more widely. Coach, do you agree with that? Oh, for sure. Like, just the, you know, just just the way the game has changed over the last decade or so. Like, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's led by, you know, Don Staley. Um, can't forget about the great Pat Summit, you know, rest in peace. But it's, it's, it's a fresh crop, Gino. Of course, you know what they're doing at UConn. But it's, it's a fresh crop of teams that are ready to take the reins of being a perennial powerhouse. Um, the LSU, like, is really good. I mean, VTech, they, they've always had a great team. They've always kind of been knocking on the door. But now, you know, they're, they're here. Those, those girls, they've worked hard. You know, usually you have the Stanfords and the Yukons left. But right now, the only team that's been in this familiar territory is South Carolina Gamecocks. And even we are new to this glory, in a sense, being used to showing up like we are now. So I don't want to act like this is just normal by any means. Now, Friday's lineup is going to include LSU taking on Virginia Tech at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. Then we're going to roll into Iowa versus South Carolina at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. Coach, you know what time it is. Let's jump into it. Now, let's start off with LSU taking on Virginia Tech. Two very great teams. We just saw what LSU was able to accomplish on Sunday night against Miami A great victory over a great team. I know Coach has a soft spot for the Twins there, Mm -hmm. but it just wasn't enough for this great LSU team. They were able to take the win 54 
to 42 on Sunday over Miami. Now, Coach, can LSU do it again over Virginia Tech to advance to the finals? Mm-mm-mm-mm. This is going to be another uh, a dog fight. Um, the, what that girl Reese is doing for LSU is nothing less than stellar. Uh, Virginia Tech, they they are a fast team from the, the little bit that I've seen. Uh, but LSU, those, those girls, they fight hard. They they like to get up in you. They can defend very well. Uh, and I think it, it might be a tough matchup for VTech to go against LSU. But who knows? I mean, once, whoever gets hot, and I think VTech is a streaky shooting team, just from a little bit that I've seen. And it can go either way. The spread is probably six. It's two. LSU's favored by two points, okay, Coach. Two. Okay. So it can go, it can swing either way. It's just depending on who's re, who's rebounding and who's hitting, who's hitting shots. So, ah, should I pick right now? Wait. Pick, Coach. Oh, man. You know, LSU, they're kind of disrespectful in a sense. You know, they dance around. You know, they want to, you know, get the hoopla. And I know my baby, she signed to Rock Nation and she freestyling and she got a rap career and all this kind of stuff. She's kind of disrespectful. I'm going for the upset. Nah, I can't go for the upset. I got LSU. I got LSU on this one. Okay, coach. Thanks for locking that in for us. <laughs> now, it's interesting on this one because I got to be honest, I have to root for the SEC in a sense, I feel mm-hmm. like. So that's why I am leaning LSU on this one as well. I will, will agree with you, coach. I'm going to go LSU. Moving in to the 9 p.m. game, the one and only South Carolina Gamecocks, defending champions, may I add, taking on number two, Iowa. Now, I want to mention real quickly something that the Maryland coach said pregame over Monday's game when they were taken on South Carolina and lost. Mm-hmm. She said, I made a great, great point, great point. She goes, you know what? This isn't a seven-game series. This isn't you got to beat South Carolina five times out of seven to win. You got you only got to beat South Carolina once. And, and that really was – it just clicked in my head. Wow, she's right. Now, of course, we got the win, 86 to 75 over Maryland. For this Iowa game, we are favored by 12 points. But again, coach, it just takes one bad night for those girls going out there. But do I think that's going to happen? I don't. I think the girls are going to have a very tough physical game. I think they're going to be getting in the paint. And I think they're going to be putting our best shooters out there. Well, the stage is set for a massive game, a clash of the Titans, if you will. Um, two of the most marketable females in the game with uh, Caitlin Clark and Aaliyah Boston. It's like, yeah, you saw you saw Caitlin's best as she threw up forty one triple doubling. Like she gets every she gets her teammates involved. She's not just a a one-woman show. She's rebounding. She's everywhere. And I really think, you know, I think it's going to be, you say the spread was 11 or 12, whatever. 12. 
You know, and I mean that has to be if you're Iowa coming in and you're twelve point underdogs, you got to have a chip on your shoulder coming into this game. You definitely got a chip on your shoulder, and I mean, her range is half court. You know, Caitlin, Caitlin, I'm talking about, but I just feel like you know the physicality and the longness of the Gamecocks. Those girls can wear you down, and just watching them play Maryland, it's kind of like, okay, they was kind of letting Maryland run themselves out because you kind of saw Maryland running, trying to speed the game up and, you know, trying to just play at a fast pace. And Carolina was, okay, we can match that pace. But when the game slows down because you, you, you're getting worn down by the bigs. We have the depth. We, like, that's when we count, okay, we took your best shot. You're leading, you're leading after the first quarter. And now we're going to gradually start squeezing you like a python. And we until we squeeze life out you in, in the second half, fourth quarter. So I don't think it'll be any different. I know Iowa got some shooters. And, you know, Caitlin, she's going to dish. But the same thing goes like, you know, Boston. Even when you try to double and triple team her, it's going to come a time in that point in that game where – you're not going to have the energy to exhaust because you're getting beat up by a 6'5 Boston, by a 6'7 Cardoza, by a 6'3 L.A. You understand? Saxton, Bill, you got somebody pushing the rock hard. Raven Johnson I'm talking about. You got somebody shooting, and it's a straight dog and cook I'm talking about. You got Fletcher, who is a straight animal I'm talking about. It's going to be tough. Coach, you know the drill. Who you got? You know who I got. You just heard. I went down the, the, the top 10 accolades. Top 10. The, the, you know who I got. I got Carolina. South Carolina. Back to back like Jordan, 96-97. That was a stretch. That was a stretch, <laughs> y'all. That was, that was a little stretch, but... <laughs> Coach, let's get into this very, very controversial Final Four for the men's side of everything here for basketball. Now, less than 1% of the brackets correctly determined these teams to be in the Final Four. Coach, who do we got? Right now, we have FAU, we have San Diego State, we have Miami, and we have UConn. Mm. Some great matchups here, Coach. Let's start with FAU taking on San Diego State. Now, the spread here is San Diego minus two. I think that's a pretty good spread going into this game. But I also think FAU has been the underdog in a few situations here and has been able to come out on top. Coach, what are your thoughts on this game? My thoughts is, I mean, you're witnessing, I guess, in quote, air quotes, a Cinderella, two Cinderella stories coming together in San Diego State and uh, Florida Atlantic, but you're, all, you're also witnessing the the work of a transfer, the transfer portal. You're also witnessing uh, the veteran leadership and the veteran presence in these this game because I don't think. Is a freshman on the court. All these guys are three, four, five, some five-year players. 
on the court. So you're going to get a great game, a fundamental game. It's going to be a hard fought. And Florida Atlantic, they will press the ball. And they will they, – they won't give up, man. Like, I'm just astonished to see, you know, them and San Diego State class head-to-head two mid-major schools. Um, and this, that spread is probably, you say, two? It is. Yeah. Obviously, neither one of these teams have ever had a national championship. Yeah. In fact, I believe out of the four, UConn is the only team the still only standing – with a national championship yeah. to its name. Or, or I don't even think these teams been to the Final Four besides UConn. And it's, that's great in itself. I mean, you got a five and a nine seed. The we've, things that that never seen that. does for these programs, we know personally because just a few years back when Frank Martin was able to take the men's basketball team to the Final Four, when we had Sundarius, when we had some of these big names here, it was huge for our program in our city. I mean, I remember the next semester, I think our enrollment rate, or not enrollment rate, the amount of people that applied to the school went up like 30% after that. Mm. So it really is in so many aspects for these schools, because obviously only one person can take it all, but it does so much for these programs. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you hit it right in the head. And just to have these two schools, man, two separate coasts, the class, I, I love it. I love the matchup. And I... You know, I don't know too much about Florida Atlantic, but I do know San Diego State, you know, the home of Marshall, great Marshall Falk. You understand? I got to roll with San Diego State just because just because of Marshall Falk, really. Coach, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm riding San Diego State on this game as well. But I do think it's going to be a great matchup. And I think we could potentially see the over in this game, folks. Right now, we're sitting at 132. I think we may potentially see the over for this game. It's 132, 616. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'll save it. Let's roll into Saturday evening. This is going to be April Fool's at 8.49 p.m. Miami's taking on UConn, and UConn is favored five and a half right now. Now, Coach, I'm going to start with this one. Miami's overcome a lot this season. And this team, I, I did not have them winning on Sunday again over Texas. I got to be honest with you, I didn't. But what I saw from this team, they have my pick right now. I have them beating UConn. I truly do. I have them going to the national championship and taking on San Diego State. Mm, 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 mm. Ooh, I'm going to take a deep breath and just tell you that I was high, on, I was high, very high on Miami, as you probably heard the show last week, just because I heard their coach talk during the interview before the tournament even started. And he said, you know, we're, we're, we're tested. I think last year they made the, the Elite Eight for the first time in school history. And now another first in the Final Four, but going against a, a storied program in UConn, 
who I believe they, they last won in 2014, 15, if I'm not mistaken, with the great Kimball Walker. Um, this is a different team. And I love the experience that Miami has, the veteran leadership that Miami has. But UConn, they're not, they're not slouches either. But I just feel like there's something going on in Miami that's magical. I feel like those guys are playing very well together. And, you know, even when they got down, they were down by double digits at one point, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And I said, I said, so, yo, Miami's going to make them run. And if you let those guys get ahead, they, they're not going to let you get the lead back. And truth be told, that's exactly what happened. And it pushed them right into the final four. Coach, you, you couldn't have said it better. I mean, UConn is a very well-balanced team, and they play a physical style ball. Now, the over-under on this game is 149. And I'm on the edge on this because UConn's also kept their opponents on an average of 62 points a game in this tournament while they put up on average over 80 points a game in this tournament. So that is something to think about as we want this to be a high-scoring game, but I think for Miami to win, it needs to be a defensive game. They're going to obviously UConn's going up against another high-scoring team. Miami is as well. And they're fresh off of this huge comeback over Texas. So obviously rolling into this game, I don't I don't even want to say chip on your shoulder. I think they got a little fire lit under them, if anything. I think that they really, if any team thinks they can do it at this point, Miami has that in their mind. And we're going to see it in this game. Again, I, I, as much as I want this to be an offensive game, I think for it to be a physical game, it needs to be defensive. I'm going to go with the under, and I'm going to go Miami. Hmm. What, you're going to under Miami? Okay. Safe bet. I mean, good bet. It's tough because I really like UConn, but I also like Miami just a little bit more. Just, just, the, just for the way they came back on Texas and the way they, 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 were, they were so resilient and they didn't give up. And they kept chipping away and they just wouldn't go away. And that's something special with a team. And you, and, and you watch that something like that happens and the eye test never fools you. And I just feel like this is their destiny. This is their time. And I don't think that's going to stop against UConn on April 1st. It's that. I feel it, Coach. And I have to say, I will give you your props here, Coach. You did really good on last week's picks. I hope you got a few Venmos here and there because you, he was feeling himself there, guys. He said, "How who who used my picks, guys? That's, he was walking around all. <laughs> I wish. I, I wish. I mean. If y'all listen, man, just, you know, ask, ask me for my, my, my cash app, you know, ask me for my Zelle. I got you. <laughs> I need it, man. I need it, man. I'm, I'm going on vacation. I need it. I'm going to have to sell some ass and some plasma heads pretty soon. I don't know what to do. Coach, this is a family show. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, man, sometimes, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, I'm sometimes I got to do what I got to do, you know, lube it up. Coach, any last words <laughs> for our family and friends and our fams on this beautiful day? Hey, man, y'all just, you know, prayers and shouts out to, you know, the families down in, in um, Mississippi. Nashville. Who, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Nashville, all of them. Let me talk, woman. Nashville, Mississippi. Um, 
Shouts out and prayers to the families in something South Carolina. Um, guys, guys is in South Carolina, like, hey man, stop killing these women. Like, we probably lead the nation in domestic violence upon women and killing all women, bro. Move on, my guy. Move on. You want to kill kids? You want to kill, man, come on, man. I feel like I have to say this because this is senseless. Kids don't deserve this. And these guns, stay out of schools with guns. Why? Why? It's off yourself. If you're that miserable and you're that freaking pitiful, and you want to kill an innocent nine-year-old, six-year-old, just look yourself in the mirror and blow your brains out. And save us all the trouble. Get out of the way. Stop hurting innocent people. I'm done. I'm going to eat my food. Love y'all. Now, Coach is passionate. Everybody here knows that. But until next time, keep winning. Peace, man. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube. And check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning. Keep winning.